0: Gorgeous, gorgeous people. And thank you for joining me tonight on my podcast. So uh, I've said to you in the past that I've got uh, different platforms that you can contact me on. Um, I've got TikTok, YouTube and um, Instagram. So my Instagram is the Chubby Ninja podcast. Um, my YouTube is the Chubby Ninja 5299 and then my tiktok is at the underscore chubby underscore ninja um so i had a a guy contact me yesterday saying that he really wants to know about um becoming more mentally tough strong um which got me thinking oh yeah that's a really good subject i'd like to actually cover that on my podcast So I was like, right, okay, I'll do a little bit of research, see what I can find out. And this is the result of it. So hopefully you'll enjoy it. Hopefully you'll find some uh, things that you can take away, something practical tips and advice that you can take away and incorporate into your own own life to help make you mentally strong and mentally tough. So let's get into it. So when I thought about it, I thought, right, who do I know or who do I think of when I think of the words mentally tough? there's um, a lot of athletes there's strongman strongman competitions in in comparison i think slightly top that because they need to be mentally strong to go through the amount of abuse that their body takes and one guy that comes to mind more than anything is eddie hall now eddie hall had a goal of achieving um world's strongest man title in 2017 in 2016 i think it was i right in saying he was doing the conan wheel with two broken toes so he he'd done something to his foot in a previous um event foot was killing him but he didn't want to take his trainer off because he knew if he took it off he wouldn't be able to do it again um so he just carried on going um he didn't win in 2016 but he was determined to come back the next year and win it and he did um even though there was a lot of controversy over it and everything, I think that he won fairly and squarely. Um, and there's even a documentary on it that says so. But that was, that's, going, that's a buy and buy. But his mental strength is unbelievable. So that's one person. Richard Branson, he's another one who I personally think has um, mental strength and toughness. Um to get where he is and to do what he's done and to take some risks, so he needed to be like that. So let's um, so f- the first thing I did was I wanted to define the word or define uh, what mental strength is. and to, uh, the best I could come up with was the ability to work hard and respond resiliently to failure and adversity. The inequality that enables individuals to work hard and stick to their long term passion, passions and goals, and that made me think of the word um, grit, um, as in like having true grit, and what it what that entails. And so I looked up the word grit, and I noticed that it said um, that. It's basically um, someone who possesses mental toughness but that builds the foundations for long-term success. So, for example, successful people are great at delaying gratification. Successful people are great at withstanding temptation. Successful people are great at overcoming fear in order to do what they need to do. It doesn't mean that they, they don't. How can I describe it? They're not. It's not like they're not scared. They are. They're totally scared. But they overcome it, and they're brave enough to push past it anyway. Successful people don't just prioritize. They consistently keep doing what they have decided is the most important thing for them. Now, all those qualities that I've just described there, all of them, require mental strength and toughness. So it's no coincidence that there are some of those qualities of remarkable, successful people that have come from being mentally strong. So if we can make ourselves mentally strong, then hopefully as a result of that, we can all become a little bit more successful. Now, the first way that I looked into it was always act as if you are in total control even if you're not, act like you are. There's a quote that I found. Um, no one knows for sure if it was him, but it is, it's like the credit goes to a, a guy called Ignatius. And he said, pray as if God will take care of all, act as if all is up to you. So in a way, the same premise applies to luck. Many people feel that success or failure is down to luck. If you succeed, then the luck favours you. If you fail, luck was against you. Now, most successful people, if you ask them, will say that they feel that good luck plays, it did play some role in their success. But the thing that makes them differ from other people is they didn't they didn't and they won't wait for good luck or they won't worry about bad luck they just get on with it and they act as if they've that they basically act as if success or failure is in their hand and in their control not as if they've got to sit back and be like well if i'm lucky i'm lucky if i'm not i'm not it'll either work or it won't now if they succeed they caused it if they fail they also caused it by not wasting that mental energy about worrying oh, but what happens if well, what happens to me if that happens or what happens if that happens. Um, um, instead, they put all their effort and mental energy into making things happen. So that if you do get lucky. then sweet, you're even better off. The thing is, and the thing you've got to remember, is you can't control luck. You can't. You, you, there's just no way that you can. You can't control luck. It is, it's, it's as simple as that. But the thing that you can do is you can 100% definitely control you. It's something that's in your control. Only you can control you. No one else can. They can manipulate you, but they can't control you. Number two. Put aside things that you have no ability to impact. So everything that's out of your control, put it to one side. Now, mental strength is like muscle strength. There is no one alive on this planet that has an unlimited supply of it. So are you going to waste your power on the things you can't control or the things that you can control? That is a choice for you. For some people, it's politics. For others, It might be family. And for others, it might be global warming. Thing is, these are all things that have one thing in common. You can't control them. You can't control politics. You can have a say in it, but you can't control it. Your family. Again, you can have a say in it. But you can't control those people. Global warming. You can have your thoughts on it. You can do things to try and change it. But you're not going to be able to control it. Whatever it is. You care. And you want others to care. I get that. But what you've got to do is you can only do what you can do. So with regards to things like politics. What's one thing that you can do. To have your say. You can vote. You can lend a listening ear. You can recycle. You can reduce your carbon footprint. But just do what you can do. Be your own change. And really truthfully, just as much as you want them to, don't try to make everyone else change because it just won't work. Everyone else is an individual. Now, this third one I think is a really valuable one is, see the past as nothing more than valuable training. Now, I'd never thought of it like this, and I thought it was amazing. So on this one, I'm literally going to say exactly what it said from the research that I found. So it says, the past is valuable. Learn from your mistakes. Learn from the mistakes of others, then let it go. Easier said than done. It depends on your perspective. When something bad happens to you, see it as an opportunity to learn something you didn't know. When another person makes a mistake, don't just learn from it. See it as an opportunity to be kind, forgiving and understanding. The past is just training. It doesn't define you. Think about what went wrong, but only in terms of how you will make sure that the next time you and the people around you will know how to make sure it goes right. I couldn't put it any better than that. I tried, but no, I couldn't. So I decided to keep that in. That's the best way of putting that, 100%. Number four, I love this one. When you think of success, it's very easy to be to look at other people that are doing what you're doing. One, you can compare yourselves to them. But two is if they're successful in something, say, for example, prime example is what I'm doing at the moment, podcast. I'm doing my podcast for me and anyone else that's going through the same sort of journey that I'm going through. It's not out there to make loads of money, it's to make any money at the moment. It's, it's nothing like that. It's just I want to help other people to be able to do a fitness journey and help them to find ways to do that. It's ways that if someone asks me a question on one of my platforms, I can come out and I can answer it and maybe help them and hopefully help them. So number four is celebrate the success of others. Now, it's hard. I get that. But by celebrating the success of others, you're going to make them feel amazing and you're going to make yourself feel amazing because you're actually really wanting that for that person. Now, many people, and I can guarantee that, like me, you know, at least a few, see success as a zero-sum game. There's only so much to go around. That's bullshit. When someone else shines, sometimes people, they think to themselves, I need to diminish that light because if I don't, then my light is going to look less. That's bullshit. If you, if you celebrate the success of other people, you build their light up and then their light illuminates you and makes your light even brighter. Now, What you've got to remember is if you resent someone because of their success or whatever, that's going to take up a hell of a lot of your mental energy. And you know what? That energy can be used somewhere else for better results. So if you have a friend that does something amazing... it doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to do something amazing. But I guarantee if you celebrate with that person when they have their success and do that amazing thing, more often than not, what happens is when you do exactly the same thing, they will celebrate with you as well. And so by doing that, you're bolstering each other up and you're starting a little community. And then if you do it like if your friend does it to another friend, and you do it to that friend and the other friend, then they'll both do it to you when you succeed. So then you've made another little family. So each time, you're building that family of people who are being successful. So where success is concerned, remember, a really good uh, sort of phrase to remember is birds of a feather Tend to flock together. So draw in your successful friends. Even closer. Because the more you hang around with people like that. That are being more successful than yourself. You can't help but rub off on each other. So their successful ways will rub off on you. And I just think it's a really cool way of being anyway. So don't resent their their awesomeness I would say. Just instead create and celebrate with them a communal awesomeness where you, them, all of you have done something amazing and you're celebrating together. Don't make it that you're just this lone wolf. It's better to be in a pack. A lone wolf is harder. Every wolf is part of a pack. That pack works together to make that one wolf successful. Just remember that. Point number uh, number five, never allow yourself to whine or complain or criticize. The thing is, your words have more power than you could ever know, and especially over you. There There is a saying from Japan that I read a while ago, and it's be careful what you say to yourself because the inner warrior will hear it. You need to, instead of sitting there going, oh, I'm so rubbish, I'm so useless, I'm so, start doing the opposite. And even if you don't believe it, fake it till you make it. Start saying to yourself, I am successful, I am happy, I am powerful, I am, and just make yourself start believing it. Because the more you whine about your problems, it will make you feel worse and it will play on your mind. So it's going to take your mental energy away again. So if something is wrong, don't waste your time complaining about it. Because more often than not, the complaining does nothing about it. Put the mental energy that we use complaining, put it into thinking to yourself, right, well, how can I make this situation better? Why waste the time? Fix it. Fix it now. Don't fix it later. Don't talk about what's wrong because then you'll make other people start doing it and you'll make them complain and then you'll make them, you waste their mental health, uh, mental health, mental energy as well. And there's it's got a knock-on effect. The one domino will fall and all the rest will go with it. So what you need to do is just talk about how you'll make things better. Better, even if the conversation that you're having that with is just for yourself. doesn't matter. Do the same with your friends or colleagues. Don't just serve as a shoulder that they can cry on. Friends don't let friends whine. Friends help friends to make their life better. So now, point six. I I like this one because it, it is so true. It really is true. It's focus on impressing only yourself. If no one likes you for the clothes you wear, the car you drive, the possessions you own, um, the title you've got, or any of your compliments, so fucking what? Did any of them help you to get them? No. Who helped you to get them? You did. You did all of that. They're all just things. People may like your things, but it doesn't mean that they like you. Surely it's better to have quality over quantity as well when it comes to friends and that. It doesn't matter how small your circle is as long as those people are genuine. But the most important thing is, it's like when they say about the gym, it's like the only competition that you should really have is the person you were yesterday. That's all you need. So, you know, superficially, they might seem to like you. But what's superficial is also insubstantial. substantial. And a relationship not based on substance is not really a relationship. It's not even a friendship. It's just, it's nothing. But genuine friendship and relationships make you happier. And you'll only form genuine relationships when you stop trying to impress them and start trying to just be yourself. If they don't like you for you, tell them to fuck off. Pure and simple. Learn to be happy with yourself. Learn to be happy with who you are and what you have. And if no one else wants to be with you, that's their loss. Meaning truthfully. And you know what? By doing it that way, by being happy in yourself, you'll have so much more mental energy to spend on the people who really do matter in your life and who love you for you and who respect you for you. Point number seven, count your blessings. So every day or at the end of every day, I would say, just take a second every night before you turn off that light and go to bed. And in that moment, quit worrying about what you don't have. Quit worrying about what others do have. Look at and concentrate on the things that you do have. Have a moment of gratification. And realize what you have. And you'll be surprised at what you have. Think about what you have. And how much you actually have to be thankful for. Think about it right now. Think about it now. You know, let's have a couple of minutes to just think about the different things that you have in your life that you should be thankful for. Feels pretty good, doesn't it? Because the best way to recharge your mental batteries is by feeling better about yourself. That is the way to do it. It's one of the best ways, in my opinion. But that's again, that's only my opinion. So surely it's far better to feel like that than any other way. So what we have to remember that, you know, after doing all of those different things is fear can still sneak in. But the problem with fear is that it can steal your dreams. But by being mentally strong and tough, it can help make it a little bit harder for that fear to sneak in. And, you know, to be mentally strong, someone has to be able to be in tune with their own body, their emotional thoughts, and try and have, even when things go wrong, try and have a positive outlook on things. It's tough, trust me, I do I do understand that. But by having that positive outlook... And being really mentally strong, it makes it easier to bounce back when life hits you with something unexpected or shit. You know, it helps you to avoid that depression and anxiety that can easily come to you. So I suppose the key question is can, from what we've spoken about so far, do you think it's possible for us to? develop a stronger mindset and become mentally strong. Personally, I think it's absolutely an easy, not an easy, but something that's easy enough to learn, to grow and make improvements on day to day. It's a behavior trait that we can all develop and improve. And in some point in our life, we've all experienced some form of pain. There's none of us that haven't. It might be slight, it might be fucking huge, but we've all, all of us have experienced some form of pain. And, you know, this can be something as, as huge as losing a loved one or getting sick. Or it could be as simple as lacking motivation to achieve your day to day aspirations or the things you wanted to achieve. All of them can be terrifying. And hard to manage if we fail to understand how to control our uh, our triggers, I suppose, that are you know emotional, mental, and thoughts really, if we can't control them successfully, then we're screwed, we're fucked. So when I did the research, it's amazing because talking of fear and that. By looking up fear and that, I was able to find that. Did you know that 75% of all our fears that we fear never come true? 75%! It's a fucking shitload. I couldn't get over that. 75%! That's what? 20, 25% of, of them come true, 75% of them Never come true. So what the fuck? How many times have we making it go back to the gym again? How many times have we stood in front of a bar loaded with weights, looked at it, and just gone, "Fuck it, I'm not going to be able to do that." No. Then you can feel the fear going coming in you. What if I lift it and I hurt myself? What if I lift it and I break a bone? Or what if I lift it and I pop a mu- pop a a muscle? But then you go, no. Nope. Got the right equipment. Got my belt. Got my got my straps. Got my chalk. Chalked up hands. I can do this. Take a deep breath. Get yourself into position. Grab the bar. Lift that weight up. and You do it. That right there is part of that seventy-five percent because you feared that you wouldn't be able to lift that bar with all that weight on it. But you beat that fear by going, no, I've got what I need. I know what I'm doing. Take a deep breath and do it. Because our biggest fear, more often than not, is that of failure. Yep, feeling fear shows you care. But fearing too much can spread like wildfire and destroy the entire path that you set yourself upon. I don't know if you remember that scene in Rocky 5. Fear is like fire. In the film it says, Fear is a fighter's best friend, you know. It ain't nothing to be ashamed of. You see, fear keeps you sharp. It keeps you awake. You know what I mean. It makes you want to survive. But the thing is, you've got to learn how to control it, all right? Because fear is like this, fire a lot, all right? And it's burning deep inside. Now, if you control it, Tommy, it's going to make you hot. Or if fear controls you, it's going to burn you and everything around up, around you up. That's right. Rocky had it totally amazingly right. So by becoming in tune with your mind and being emotionally stable, you're not going to do it overnight. No one can. But over time, it can be improved vastly. You can really make it strong as a fucking ox. You can make it like the Russian from Rocky Fork. Strong. And I I mean, no offence by that, by the way. But Drago was like fierce and strong and rock solid. But if you let that fear control you, it'll be like towards the end of Rocky Four, where Rocky beats Drago or Drago. So the same way you exercise to build your physical strength up and you do it consistently, then it's exactly the same with becoming mentally strong. You have to do it consistently over time, over a long period of time and never stop. Again, like exercising, it's a step-by-step process. And you're going to have to exercise your mind regularly. So you can do this different ways, but you could do it by the tips I've already given you. I've got a couple more here. You've got master your emotions by looking at the thoughts that you have More often than not, the dominant thought that you have will dictate how the outcome is. So if you think you're going to fail, that becomes your dominant thought. Then by already thinking that and feeling that, you've already convinced yourself that you will. If you can do it the other way around and convince yourself that you're not going to fail and you're going to succeed, you will. Avoid this mindset as much as you possibly can and replace that negative feeling and thought of failure with a positive one saying that you're going to succeed. Because the power of positivity will give you the best chance to succeed in your life. Yes, I understand that reframing and rethinking from negative to positive is hard but it's so worth doing it just do it with repetition it's like with exercise if you fail you go back the next week and you try better in this case it'll be you try the next day and you try better and you build it up and build it up and build it up until you hit what you're trying to hit change your outlook as hard as it is from negative to positive I can't do it, I can do it. I'm going to fail, I'm going to succeed. And I'll show you, know what, that positive change will accomplish so much more. Just give it a go, it will change. You see, our emotions play a bigger role than we think in how we act. uh, Or how we react to different situations. So it's really important internally to understand and accept your feelings and how your decisions will affect you. So emotional awareness basically helps you to stop making Erratic choices which are driven by emotions instead. It's better to be driven by Some may say facts some may say knowledge But these are the ways that we can do it Number two. I love number two because it is such a good thing set new goals You see new goals allow for new accomplishments So when going to the gym you could say to yourself right by and I know, say you started in what we now? September, you decided to go to the gym for two weeks. It might be that the last two weeks you go, right, okay, well, I've hit for the last two weeks, I've hit such and such a, a goal. Now I want to try and up it so that I've added 10, 15, 20k to my lifts. So you've set, you've set yourself a new goal. So now you've got new accomplishments that you'll be able to get. And just keep doing that. So you can set yourself a goal for the month go back at the end of the month see if you've hit them and if you have you can set yourself a new goal then a new accomplishment. You see people have different ways of coping with negative emotions. Um, By negative emotions I mean things like um, anger outbursts anxiety even sadness but the common coping methods will only make them feel better for the short term, not for the long term. Start by evaluating what skills you have that that can help you to avoid or make it so that your feelings are kept on a an even kill that won't damage any of your health or any of your relationships. But how can you do that? Best way is by diverting your mind, distracting yourself from that issue at hand through anything really. You, you, if I say to you, like, physical exercise, it could be that you go, oh God, I feel like shit. I'm, I'm going to get really angry. Right, fuck it, I'm going to go down the gym. Get rid of your anger that way. It could be something as simple as chucking on some music, dancing in the kitchen, dancing in the lounge, having a dance, having a boogie, moving yourself, go for a nature walk, um, do some drawing, or just any interesting activities that you have, that you enjoy, that can distract you from the negative thoughts that you're having will work really well but how can exercise like the gym and that, how can that help you to become, yes, it can make you physically strong, but how the fuck is it going to make you mentally strong? Well, regular exercise each week has been proven to reduce stress, boost your self-esteem, improve your sleep patterns and ward off anxiety and feelings of depression. Because when you work out weekly, you produce endorphins those endorphins then um, interact with uh, the receptors in our brain that reduce the um, feeling of pain and so basically then the neurotransmitters like uh, dopamine and serotonin they trigger a positive feeling in us and the reaction in the body that creates a powerful change in our mindset so by training moderately for a month, you'll see a difference in yourself. So one thing I'm going to say to you guys to do is just try it. If you're finding yourself getting really angry, um, down, anxious, depressed, try going for that nature walk. Try going to the gym. I personally can vouch that if you go to the gym when you feel angry and pissed off, you'll come back out feeling so much better than when you went in. Every time, I've never had a time when I've gone to the gym and gone, well, that was a shit workout. No, every time I've gone in and gone, even though I didn't want to come here, even though I was angry, pissed off, and fed up, really glad I came. Because I feel so much better. So making and reviewing a list which would then mean that you have accountability do try and make it so that yes you have a list but try and make it more action and less theory the saying is that old habits die hard however if you want to change and that feeling is strong, you will make it happen. If you want to change and the feeling is not that strong in you, it's gonna be bloody hard. Now, you can read as many blogs, magazines, um, uh, you watch YouTube videos, listen to a podcast, you can listen to this, and listen to what I'm saying, but unless you really want it, and really want to change, it'll be hard, because until you take that responsibility, and act on what you're hearing, nothing and no one will be able to help you move forward, I'm afraid, it's a horrible thing to hear, but it is the God's honest truth, now a good starting point to become mentally stronger is write down your short term goals. I can all hear I can hear you all going to me why the fuck would I do that? It's basically because when you write something down it makes it more real because your eyes are seeing it and your brain's going fuck okay that's no longer just in me that's out there that's out in the universe now the universe knows that that's what I want to do. If I want it to come true, I want it to and I want that to manifest that, I'm gonna to have to put some work in. It basically holds you to accountable as well. Because it's no longer just this little promise that you made to yourself in the beginning. It's a promise that you've made to yourself and you're going to keep. Because it's now down on paper, it's now out in the universe become committed to your goal and I promise you it will not only improve your mental strength but it will also help you to develop new relationships drop old habits and develop better methods of doing things because you'll learn not to do what I used to do which is procrastinate I still do now and again now and again don't get me wrong but not as much as I used to this is a big one number four focus on making yourself happy first. When you feel mentally strong, you will feel happy. It's time to take back your happiness. And the only way you can do that is by putting yourself first. Don't make compromises to please others. Because sometimes you'll do it and it'll be at the expense of your dreams. They'll accomplish theirs because you've put them first, but they won't do the same to you. So your dreams get put on the back burner. Your dreams seem to fuck off and never get done. I can attest to this a lot. The fear of disappointing others may hold you back. Don't let it. Please don't let it. Because focusing on your own personal goals is not selfish. You're allowed to do things for you. You're allowed to put yourself first. You're allowed to develop the courage to make the decisions that work for you without fearing upsetting some people. If you upset someone, fuck them. You have dreams too. You're allowed to live them and create them and make them happen. If that upsets someone, fuck them. Being mentally strong as well is having the courage to take risks. Not all risks are the same. You can have calculated risks. Then you you know all the all the things you need to to make that risk happen in a good way. You can develop yourself more if you're willing to take that that risk. It could be challenging yourself to leave your current job to start your own business. It could be challenging yourself to break off unhealthy relationships. That could be with family. Could be with friends, could be with a partner, could even be with a husband or a wife. It's all about taking risks that will move you to the next level in your life and seizing the opportunity. You're allowed to make yourself happy. Remember that by taking a risk of challenging yourself to break off unhealthy relationships. And when I say unhealthy relationships and and I was talking about husband's wives. I'm not like, oh, he burnt my, burnt my food or she burnt my food. That's it. I won't. No, if you're having struggles in your marriage, talk to each other, have communication, make sure you do everything in your power to fix that marriage. Then after that, if it's still not working, then you need to discuss whether or not you stay together. But always, always, always seek professional help. I'm not a professional. I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to like problems like that. All I can say is in my marriage, I have found that communication is is, is the biggest key. Because if one doesn't know what the other one's doing, how the fuck can you expect to be successful? By breaking new ground and achieving new goals, and taking those risks that are calculated and the risks that you once thought to yourself, ah, that's impossible, I can't do that. But by proving yourself that you can, it's, you know, I love the the, 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 the quote or saying, that it's basically, think of the word impossible as not being the case because the word itself gives you the best clue I'm possible remember we all make mistakes there's no one in this world that can turn around and say nah, never made a mistake fuck off, yes you have the way to look at it is Lots of people look at a mistake and they go, fuck, I made a mistake, I failed. No, not at all. A mistake is not a, fail- a failure, but the only failure that come, come from a mistake is the failure to learn from that mistake and then keep repeating the fucking thing. So the question you need to ask yourself is, like, how can anyone really grow without failure? Because it's only by failing and then succeeding that we can learn. It's all part of life. Yes, it's possible to shy away from trying something because of a past mistake. But, what, but would it not be better to try, fail and go, okay, well, what could I have done differently there? Then try it again, fail and go, okay. I was closer that time, to then only try again, but this time succeeding. you go, well, there you go, I learnt the other two times, I learnt what not to do, trying and failing things is a fucking awesome way to grow, it's a healthy way to grow, so don't fear making a mistake, fear never trying. Because it's, you know, I, I think I'm right saying it was Arnie who said, you know, it's, if you don't, uh, I've got to try and remember the, the, the quote, so I do apologise if I fuck it up. I think it was something along the lines of like, it's like, if you fail to, you know what, I can't think it off. I'll tell you what I'll do, I'll look it up and I'll put it onto my Instagram page and my TikTok and my YouTube channel. Um. I think that's probably going to be the best way to do it. But it's like, learn every time you fail, learn something from it and make it a new experience. Use the knowledge you get from failing to make better decisions when it pops up again or in a different situation. They're the best ways to do it. So just try that, yeah? Now remember, this is another thing. Small wins make for big gains. Simple wins in life makes us feel good. Through feeling better, we become mentally strong. For example, say for example, you decided one morning to start running. Um, you can't start straight away going, right, I'm going to run five miles today. Off, you ain't gonna do that, are you? Dumb dumb. Instead, start with five miles per week. Then you could give yourself a target and a goal to be like, right, okay, uh, next time I go out, I'm gonna go out for a mile. Then, oh, I think I could do that. I feel like I'm strong enough to do a mile and a half. Oh, oh, okay, I I think I'm ready to... Now I can try and do two. And just build it up. And then eventually you'll get to five miles and you'll be like, damn, that's really good. And you'll be ready to do five miles a day. See, see, See it as... Setting little goals is like little steps to get you to the big goal that you want. So... um. For myself, my biggest goal that I want to achieve is I want to step on stage, on a transformation stage, which is done by, um, who runs it? I've got now, who runs it? I've got, I can't remember now. But there's, there's, there's different um, fitness shows that I think it's purely, elite. purely elite do a transformation stage, which is where people take a picture of what they used to look like, and then show themselves off doing a uh, transformation routine to show people just how much they've accomplished over a certain period of time. That's my big goal. Now, if I went to the gym and went, right, that's what I'm going to do, that would be so daunting. I would literally just crack my pants and just be like, fuck it, I can't, no, I can't do it, I can't do it. But by setting little goals, like for example, um, once I've, I've recovered fully from my operation and everything, and I'm back in the gym, like my first goal can be like, go back to the gym, be consistent for a week. So that would entail me going three times a week to the gym, doing my workout. Um, that's one little goal. Then I could set my other little goal, of like, right, okay, now I wanna be consistent with having fruit and veg at least five times a day. That's another little goal. So then I've got the consistency of the gym, Having five portions of fruit and veg a day, then I can set myself another little goal and another little goal and another little goal and another little goal. You get the idea until I can get to my big, my big goal. Now, you know, one of those little stages or little steps could be get myself a coach because even people who do coaching will have a coach. So if I got myself a coach, my coach would have a coach because it's so much easier. To get someone else to coach you than to coach yourself because you can't make yourself accountable as much as someone else can. So just remember that simple wins make us feel good. And by that feeling good, that makes us feel better. And by feeling better in ourselves, we feel that we can make ourselves mentally stronger. Now, this one's a tough one. And I know from personal experience, forget your past. For years I lived in my past. I had bad experiences in relationships, I had bad experiences in my life, and I always used to go back to them. They caused so much shit in my life, and also in relationships, because I kept on going back to them. In my current life, in my current marriage, I've done that in the, in the past, and it, 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 it can fuck things up and make it tough for my my beautiful wife. But I'm trying hard now to forget what my past was. The past is done. I have to remember that energy is powerful. So if I focus on the past, it's gonna it's gonna make me counterproductive. Whereas if I focus on the now, the here and now, then it will help make me more productive because I want to make my now as full as possible. So by dwelling on like my past failures or my past successes, it may deter me from trying to achieve my goals. But I need to spend my time and energy on a different target and change thinking about the past and change thinking about the future just focus on the now and here and enjoy it and by doing that i can make myself mentally stronger and tougher and be able to face things and i'm i'm starting to be better than i was and i have to admit by focusing on the now and not thinking about oh what's going to happen in the future what just focusing on now i feel more happier with myself than i have done in fucking years Now, the other thing you've got to do is you've got to ask yourself, do I celebrate or do I contemplate? So do I choose to celebrate my successes or should I be contemplating why I failed? Personally, I think maybe a healthy balance is better and is the key to succeeding and becoming mentally stronger because frustration and negative thoughts, can just get the best of us at times. But a common factor in fearless people is they change from contemplating defeat to celebrating their wins. Why is celebrating wins more important? Too much negative thinking can sap your energy and weaken your state of mind. By reminding ourselves of the great work that we can can do and have done in the past, we allow ourselves to move forward with confidence. So what I'm asking you now is after hearing that and all of those different things and those different tips and all those different um, ideas, go away, write yourself some goals, write yourself some things that you want to achieve, work on trying to be more positive in thinking and just enjoy life. So that's what I ask and just accomplish what you can and be happy what you are and take the time to just really build the strongest mental toughness that you can and I know you'll all do it because you're awesome. So just do those little things, set those little tips, try those little um examples that I gave you and try and work on being mentally tough and that's how you can do it. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this session. And I look forward to um, speaking to you all soon again in another podcast episode. And just have a great time, have a great day, stay stay safe, stay well, and I will catch you in the next one. Thank you again, guys, for listening and all the uh, all the listens that have happened. I really do appreciate it, and I can't thank you enough. Again, remember catch me on my Instagram at the Chubby Ninja Podcast. Catch me on YouTube at the Chubby Ninja Pod, uh, Chubby Ninja five two nine nine, and then catch me on TikTok at the underscore Chubby underscore Ninja. I look forward to hearing from you all, and I hope you have a great time. And peace out.